Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Thursday night, which means if you are a gambling degenerate like myself, or not a degenerate, but just like to put down a couple of bucks every now and again, you're going to enjoy the next hour with my good friend and producer, Julio Sanchez. I'm merely the sports machine, Sean Levine. We got action going on right now. Some college football games, Coastal Carolina. Julio, those are the Shauna Clears, are up 24 to 0 over Arkansas State. Name their mascot. No clue. Can't do it? No. I want to say the Wolves, but I'm not going to swear to it. Houston, the Cougars. Hey, Cougars are up 17-15 to 15 over Tulane with a couple of minutes left till halftime. Then the game that everybody's probably got their eye or ear on in the NFL. The Rams were a-driving on Seattle. On the road in Seattle, the Rams are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-unders hovering around 55. Right now, the score is 0-0. Zero to zero. Why didn't you start with that? I don't know. I figured I'd build it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of what I do. I bury the I got you. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get like 20 minutes into a show and I won't even talk sports. I'll just like be talking about the time <laughs> that my girlfriend made me, oh, I don't know, stay on the houseboat for three days at the Lake of the Ozarks that didn't even move from the dock. That sounds miserable. Oh, dude. I told, see, you're going to do it. You're going to kick I, in my ADD. I mean, and we're going to end up not there. talking sports or gambling like we're supposed to. And the boss is going to get more mad at me than he already is. Me and the other five people want to know. Now, okay. So. I bet there's five people listening at least. Text me right now, 913-576-7610, and just say, hi, Julio, just so I can prove to him that there's at least five of y'all out there listening. And if not, then that's pathetic. Um, yeah, dude, no, she, uh, this is like last year, I told her to just get on Craigslist and find us a place at the Lake of the Ozarks to rent, and she found us a place at the Lake of the Ozarks to rent. It was just on a houseboat, and I would think that she would look to make sure that it was either, I would have been fine with a condo or a actual house or an apartment or Basically anything except for like a um, actual camping ground or a houseboat. And we were on a houseboat. And I probably would have been fine, to be honest with you, if the damn thing would move. But the Why? houseboat didn't even move. But if you were going to be in a condo or something like that. or Have you house, ever stayed on one, dog? I mean, I have, but it wasn't that bad. Was it, it just was like in bad the, shape? Or? No. Well, yeah, it wasn't in great shape. It was like 80 bucks a night. 
It wasn't I mean, you're very right expensive. There on the, you're right there on the lake. You're, and, I mean, and, and, and if we're just going to really talk about it, we had four dogs with us. Okay. Well, that's On a little just, tiny houseboat. Yeah, and no. the toilet's the biggest problem. Uh, okay. That's fair. The septic tank toilet. I don't know how people deal with that. Anyway, while we're talking about toilet and flushing money down it, go ahead and fire me up some beats. It's time for a little bet it or forget it. The NFL lines are officially out. The Green Bay Packers are a three-point favorite on the road at Cincinnati. I honestly think that Cincinnati... Should be the favorite in that game. Am I crazy? I'm not saying Cincy Julio is a better team. I'm just saying right now it looks like they're playing better football. And right now, if you're comparing Aaron Rodgers' start, which has been okay, to Joe Burrow, it's you're kind of splitting hairs there. However you want to say it. Six in one hand, half dozen in the other. I think this should be a pick'em game. I think in that one, I'd put my money on the Bengals. Here's a good game. You want to talk about a good division. Have we ever seen an NFL division as good as the NFC West is right now? I mean, honestly, who's the favorite to even win it? So you've got two of those teams playing right now. That's, of course, Seattle and the Los Angeles Rams. And then San Francisco and Arizona go at it on Sunday. I don't even know how to handicap that. I don't even know how to tell who to tell you is the favorite. I guess I would go with Arizona right now because not only are they undefeated, but on top of that, Kyler Murray is the favorite to be the MVP. While we're talking betting, at the beginning of the year, Patrick Mahomes, as he should have been, was the favorite. As of today, Kyler Murray is the favorite to win the NFL MVP. It's pretty close, of course. We're about a quarter of the way through the NFL season. The San Francisco 49ers are a four-and-a-half-point underdog on the road at Arizona. This is one of those games for, for San Francisco that if they win, they're feeling really good about themselves. They beat the last undefeated team. They won on the road. They beat the future MVP, all these different things. If they lose, they're kind of screwed. Because it's not just them that they're looking up at, talking about them being the Arizona Cardinals. It's basically everybody at that point. So you can't get too far behind in that division, which is why I think that I'm going to take the points with San Francisco. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but if you'll give me four and a half points if it comes down to a field goal, and that's the thing about these Cardinals is, yeah, they've had a couple of blowouts. They've also had a couple of very close games. Remember when the Minnesota Vikings kicker missed the chip shot at the end of the game, that would have... Gave the Vikings a victory. Of course, it did not. Arizona still undefeated. I think I'm taking the four and a half with San Francisco. The Miami Dolphins. Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish said the Dolphins make him cry. And I think the Dolphins are going to make you cry if you put your money on them coming up this Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First of all, Tampa. Tampa's not just talented and they're not just the champions. They're experienced everywhere. It's not like they've just got a lot of young dudes like the Chiefs were a couple of years ago that were hungry to get their first championships. It just feels like week in, week out, that's a prepared football team with a good coach. And Miami is that other team that I was just describing. Maybe in a couple of years they'll be good, but they're too young right now. And I think that them being only 10-point underdogs at Tampa, they should be 20-point underdogs. Tampa's going to absolutely roll them like a snoot blunt in that game. The Tennessee Titans. You want to talk about a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde team. Four-and-a-half-point underdogs at Jacksonville. Julio, did you see the mess that uh, old Urban Meyer got himself into this week? Who hasn't? So it reminded me a little bit of, what was the old Iowa State coach's name? The old Iowa State basketball coach. Somebody help me out with this. 913-576-7610 on the text line. He was, I want to say in Manhattan, took the pictures with the chicks. All of a sudden, comes out publicly. His wife didn't like it. Now, that was... Probably 20 years ago at this point. I want to say that was like around the Jamal Tinsley days. Uh, Larry Eustachie, thank you. Larry Eustachie, who, by the way, Julio, 
I'll buy you dinner if you can tell me what his wife's name is. Who would know that? Take a guess. Who would know Take that? Take a guess. Give me a female name. Samantha. You're actually not too far off. Stacy. Stacy, you Stacy. Starts with an S. Bro, I'm not joking. That's Stacy, you Stacy. Like, why would you change your last name? Any- alliteration. Anyway. Um, as usual, getting a little bit off task here, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, Urban Meyer had an unfortunate picture come out. I guess that's to be specific, because these days, if you talk about unfortunate, it usually involves, like, a dude in his private parts. It was not that. He was just with a, a, a co-ed that was not his wife, supposedly, at a place that he owns a bar. And uh, it came out, and he had to publicly apologize to his team. The whole reason I bring it up isn't to shame Urban Meyer. I don't care what he's doing in his private time. But it does affect your team, and it affects your time. So I think Jacksonville gets blown out in this game because they're not a good football team as it is. They just lost a heartbreaker, and they got crap going on with their coach, and they're playing a good Tennessee Titans team. Did I give you enough reasons there just to load up on the Titans coming up on Sunday afternoon? Titans by four and a half. And then the last bet it or forget it before we get to the division, which you want to talk about good divisions. We're going to talk about the AFC West coming up next. Are the Chiefs still the favorite? Should the Chiefs still be the favorite after a couple of dicey games from our squad? And uh, Justin Herbert looking as good as anybody. But back to bet it or forget it, where the Indianapolis Colts are seven-point underdogs at Baltimore. I had no problem with what Baltimore did. They weren't running up the score, per se. They were trying to get a rushing record, which, if you think about it, a couple of years ago, they broke all the NFL single-season rushing records. Then last year, they rebroke those records. They're a great rushing team. Like, John Harbaugh knows how to run the football. There's no question about that. And he's not on running back one or two or three. He's on running back four, five, and six. Go ahead and set the record, especially if it's against the Broncos. What the hell do I care? Baltimore doesn't mind putting up points is the point is the point that I'm trying to make. It doesn't matter. At the end of the game, they'll just keep scoring on you if they can. They don't care. They're at home. They're only giving up seven against Indy, who looks awful dicey so far earlier this year. I know they finally got their first win, but I ain't putting any money on that squad. Give me Baltimore minus seven. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the division because, for example, there are some people that thought the Denver Broncos were actually a good football team. Those people clearly didn't have their microscope out because of what happened when they actually played a real NFL team this past weekend. Well, they got their asses kicked because it's not, you know, the Jets, the Giants, or the Jaguars. Oh, my. Those are the three teams before Denver went out there and got absolutely smoked. So we'll take a closer look at the division coming up next right here. Let's win some money. Cook your bookie. 610 Sports Radio. Listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine. Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Nice night outside. Beautiful Thursday night. But I'm no meteorologist. I'm hardly even a sports talk host these days. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, having a good time with my guy Julio Sanchez. Maybe you'll have a career in weather, you know? Yeah, who knows? I wonder who can. By the way, I'm the sports machine shouting at me, but you know my voice at this point. We've been friends for years. Come on. Um, who can be more wrong at their job? Meteorologists, sports talk hosts, or politicians? Because we're all just spitting gas, and then there's no repercussions whatsoever. Yeah, let's just loop, like, lump them all in the same. They're one in the same. Let's take a look at the division, Julio, where the Chiefs, for a first time in a long time, find themselves not in first place, not in second place, not in third place, but at the very bottom of the AFC West. Tupac said the West side is the best side. And, dude, he is right. If you think about the West division, so I was just talking about the NFC West. What a juggernaut that is. You got the Arizona Cardinals that are perfect for no. The Rams at 3-1. and one, Seattle 2-2. Two and two. Something's got to give because they're playing right now. Uh, DK Metcalf, by the way, just found his way into the end zone. He trucked Jalen Ramsey. And now it is to 7-0. Seattle over Los Angeles. And San Francisco is a good football team. It's 2-2 two two at the bottom of the division. They're taking on Arizona, so they could be 2-3 and three after Sunday. But let's move on to the AFC West where it looks like this. The Los Angeles Chargers are 3-1. and one. The Las Vegas Raiders are 3-1. and one. The Denver Broncos are 3-1. and one. The Chiefs are 2-2. Two and two. We'll talk more about the Chiefs coming up next because they've got a huge game coming up on Sunday night against the Bills. We'll talk about the line, the over-under, some of the props and all that. So let's just focus on the other teams right now. Let's start with the team that I believe is a fraud, and that's the Denver Broncos. The Broncos played Jacksonville, the Jets, and the Giants, and some people thought they were good. I'm not one of those people. I looked at the schedule and went, let's see what happens when they play a real football team. Well, that didn't go great for them. And they're playing, in my opinion, sort of a real football team coming up on Sunday. And they're on the road, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh and Denver, to me, are essentially the same team. They're going to win seven games this year. They're going to probably beat the bad teams. They're probably not going to beat the good teams. And they're not really much of a threat. They're just kind of like a pain in the ass ex-girlfriend that won't go away. Really? That's all they really are. Like, are they a nuisance? Yeah. Do they, like, creep up in your life every now and again and you wish that you just never had anything with them? Yeah. But they're not a real problem. That's what Denver is. Denver's a one-point underdog against Pittsburgh. The fact that Pittsburgh is just a decent football team, I think Pittsburgh absolutely destroys 
the Broncos at home. The over-under in that game was 39-and-a-half. I'd actually play the unders on that, even though it's not a big number, because both of these teams are, let's just say, offensively challenged. Let's move on to Las Vegas, which, by the way, I booked my first trip, first time in a long time, to Sin City. I'll be going for my birthday coming up in December, and I'm having the debate, Julio, like I always do. Do I stay at a badass hotel, overpay for it, resort fees and all that included, and enjoy myself? Or do I just go bottom of the barrel because, like a lot of people say, you're not in the room that often. Here's the thing about that. That's true. Like, if you're having a good time, you're probably not in your room that often. You're probably on the strip, good restaurants, good shopping, in the sports book, at the pool. You're just enjoying yourself. There's a a reason why it's the entertainment capital of the world. Until you need to take a shower. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Go middle ground. And, and I know you're you're obviously you're hosting a, a gambling show, so so you do a, probably a fair bit of gambling. Right? I do, yeah. Probably not a big assumption. So yeah, but I don't. You're and I don't gamble, so if I were to go, I probably would spring for something a little more pricey. Okay, more well, coach. good for you, Richie Rich. I didn't say I that. ain't living like that. I can't get the penthouse de Bellagio. Falling on the budget on a budget. That's I fine. can't. No, no, no. Not and, even a budget. As long as the as long as the shower is just like halfway decent, as long as there's a shower curtain, essentially is what I'm what saying. About, Those things gross me out. What about a boathouse shower? The hell's that? Or, I'm sorry, a houseboat shower. Oh, how about that? I was like a boathouse shower. What is that like? I got the fraternity back in shower. the day. Same um, thing. There wasn't one on the. There was hardly a toilet. I was telling you, the houseboat you were on had a shower. Yeah. Damn, Rich, you're rich. I don't know about that. Okay. Nah, yeah. We're clearly in different tax brackets. You're slumming over there. Chicago getting five and a half points in Las Vegas because we were talking about Las Vegas. Uh, Chicago is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, Leo? Hot crap. (laughs) They stink. Nothing good about them. The Raiders, you and I differ a little bit coming off their first loss of the season. They feel like a team that, Kind of like when they beat the Chiefs last year. Every now and again, they look like that. More often than not, John Gruden costs them games. But I don't think he's going to cost them this one. I would actually lay the five and a half and be very comfortable about that one. I think the Raiders absolutely blow out Chicago at home. The over-under in that game is 44. I know that Chicago can't score. The Raiders, if you look at their win total, sometimes they can, sometimes they can't, which is the story of the career of Derek Carr so far. Over-under is 44. I think they go over in that game. And then the other division game. By the way, we'll talk Chiefs coming up next. Chiefs are a three-point favorite against the Bills. Over-under in that game is a high one. Just how high is it? Well, you got to stay tuned. The Cleveland Browns getting two points at the Chargers. Look, man, I honestly believe that if you're just talking about what the teams have done so far this season, the Chargers are the best team in the division. I don't even know how you could really argue that. You can't make an argument for Denver, even though they've got identical records as the Chargers at 3-1 because they've played crap. I don't think you can make an argument for the Raiders because we've seen them get off these hot starts before. What don't the Chargers have? I think that's the best place to start because most of the time, the problem with the Chargers has been kicking, coaching, and basically clock management. You want to talk about a team that has found ways to lose for the last 5, 6, 10 years. Hills and Stan Humphreys and Natron Means were running the ship. It's the Chargers. As long as they don't do that, they're going to win 12 games this year. And 12 might get you the division. Think about it. The Chiefs are 2-2. Two and two. Are they going to get to 12? Can they go 10-2 and two the rest of the way? 
with a top 10 strength of schedule in the NFL, it's going to be tough, including Buffalo. As I had puberty on the radio. Buffalo coming up this Sunday night. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a second. Back to the Chargers, where they're only a two-point favorite at home against Cleveland. I like Cleveland a lot. I actually think that both these teams could end up in the AFC Championship game. I don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I don't think that they're going to play in the AFC Championship game against each other. I'm still on the Chiefs bandwagon. Don't get it twisted. But opposite the Chiefs, I wouldn't be too surprised if it's Cleveland, if it's the Chargers. I'll say this. Compared to the last couple of years where it felt like the Chiefs were head and shoulders better than everybody else in the AFC, and then whoever you thought the second best team was was pretty far back, whether it was at a time New England or Baltimore or Buffalo last year, I thought there was a pretty big gap. I don't think there's really any question that gap is closing or has closed. Maybe it can reopen as the season goes along, but I don't think there's any question through the first four games that I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a, well, we basically went 14 and one last year, save that last game of the season. So we know we can get the one seed. We've been to back-to-back Super Bowls the way they got their door stomped in the last time. Like I don't know in the Super Bowl. I don't know what it is, but obviously this team doesn't look like what we've gotten used to as Chiefs fans out the gates the last couple of years. You know who does? The Chargers. They really do. I'll tell you what it is. It's the defense. Dude, you're not I kidding. I just answered your question for you. There you go. You are not kidding. It's definitely not the offense. They do their thing. No. Like, Patrick Mahomes is playing like an MVP. It's just, well, the other side of the ball, which we'll talk about here in just a second. The over-under in this Cleveland Chargers game should be way higher. 47? You'll have that at the end of the third quarter. That's your best divisional bet, I think, coming up on Sunday. Denver getting a point at Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh. Chicago getting five and a half. In Las Vegas, I like Vegas. Cleveland, plus two at the Chargers. I feel pretty good about the Chargers. I feel really good about the over-under at 47. Before we talk about that Chiefs game coming up next, a couple of college lines that are hanging out there, Julio. You got the Red River, what do they call it? Shootout rivalry? I think they got rid of shootout. That makes sense. The Red River rivalry. Showdown. Showdown, whatever the hell they want to call it. It's Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma, man, it just feels like they're they're going to slip up any minute here. Is this the time they slip up? They're number six. They're a three-point favorite against the Longhorns, who aren't a great football team in their own right. I think Oklahoma gets right, wins that game by a couple of touchdowns. I feel pretty good laying that three points on a neutral field. And then who knew in the Big Ten, the early game of the season, Julio, Number four and undefeated versus number three and undefeated. That's Penn State on the road at Iowa. Penn State giving up two. I like Iowa. My seventh favorite state to with I know. I know there's a lot of really good ones out there. I've got Iowa personally as my seventh favorite state to hang out in. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the Chiefs and the Bills because the Bills look really, really good. And the Chiefs look really, really yeah so far. Early on this year, let's win some money. Cook your bookie. Julio Sanchez, Sports Machine, Sean Levine right here on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine. Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sounds like corny sitcom music. What's up? Sports Machine, Sean Levin, Julio Sanchez, taking you up until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time right here on 610 Sports Radio. Man, I was just checking my Facebook during the commercial break, and I'm in, you know how there's like groups that you somehow end up in? I don't know how I ended up in this restaurant group, but everybody always posts about this guy, Jeff, who apparently goes and like dining dashes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do, and shame on him. Dude, I've seen a hundred posts about this guy in 15 different restaurants. Like, how, how is this possible? How is it? If I saw this guy at this point, all I am is somehow randomly in some restaurant group. If I saw Jeff, I'd, in public, I'd be like, dog, what are you doing? Like, come on. Why would you do that? Why would you mess around the, and go to jail. That's what's I don't understand. That's basically, that's what's gonna, that's basically right? what I'm asking. There's got to be somebody out there listening right now of the seven people that aren't my family or friends that know this guy or what I'm at least refer- referencing, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, back to sports and back to gambling, and let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs because I'd assume that you care more about them than you do about some guy named Jeff that apparently dine and dashes all over Kansas City. Chiefs are a three-point favorite coming up on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. So the last couple of times the Chiefs have played the Bills, it worked out well for the Chiefs. I got to admit, I don't feel quite as good about this time having the same result. Let me give you a couple of reasons why. Buffalo so far, save week one, has looked great. The Chiefs haven't really looked great, I would say, in any game this year. Even the two games that they won. Will Dicey. I think most people figured they'd win the Philly game. The Philly game felt like... Kind of like when you play basketball on Thanksgiving with your young cousin. Like, you might let him, like, get a lead for a little bit. But you know you're going to win the game. Like, you know that. You know that's going to end up. That's kind of how it went for me. Cleveland. Cleveland's, like, more like your uncle 
you're playing ball against on Thanksgiving. Like, he might beat you. He's old, but, like, dude still has a J. Dude still can knock down that corner jump shot, and they almost did. The Bills? The Bills are like your 18-year-old cousin that plays on the varsity team. It's like, dude, he might, he's probably going to – he's just as good as you. Now, it's in your backyard, and you've beat him the last couple of times. But I feel like early on in the season – it comes down to a lot of these other things that aren't just who's the better football team. It's who needs to prove it more. It's who's playing better. It's who's healthier. And it feels like the answer to a lot of those questions, I hate to say it, if we're doing an old check the boxes, aren't really in favor of the Chiefs. Now, I will say this. Most of the time when the Chiefs go out there and they play a team that they should be afraid of, or that supposedly in their ballpark, they go out there and beat them. And usually they beat the brakes off of them. I've seen it with Buffalo. I've seen it with Tennessee. I've seen it with Baltimore. I've seen it a lot since Patrick Mahomes has been the quarterback. So if you want to lay the three cool, my advice would be this. Just don't touch it. It feels like that's that's one of those games that could really go either way. The over-under in this game, I was telling you earlier, it's a high one, 56 and a half. Hulu and I were just talking about the Achilles heel of this Chiefs team, which I think everybody knows is the defense. The defense this year is giving up. Who do you get the exact number for me if you can find it? Because it's an ugly one, man. By the numbers, they're one of the five worst statistical defenses in the NFL. And my eyes tell me that they're one of the two worst defenses in the NFL. And the problem with that is this. That's a good way to waste Andy Reid as your coach. That's a good way to waste Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback and all these weapons you have on offense. And you know how I know that? Because I saw it a couple of years ago. When Patrick Mahomes first took over the team and they went to the AFC Championship game, I'm talking about the year before they won the Super Bowl. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Went to overtime against Brady, but essentially the defense couldn't hold up and it cost them. That's kind of, kind of, what this defense reminds me of. Now, it's early on. This team has a lot more leadership. I don't want to say too many bad things about Frank Clark, but that's situation on and off the field, when he is on the field, for what it's worth, isn't, isn't helping. And the pass rush hasn't been, I think, quite what the Chiefs expected necessarily. So the defense needs to step it up is what I'm saying. You can't really point to anybody on that side of the ball so far the same way you could the last couple of years and said, man, that guy's had a great month or that guy's had a great start to the season. Think about it. A couple of years ago, Traverius Ward. Last year, Sneed. The last couple of years, Tyron Matthew. For bits and pieces, I'd even say nice things about Frank Clark. Who am I supposed to say nice things about right now on that side of the ball? So the Chiefs are dead last, at least according to player football focus, dead last overall dead last against the run and 25 overall against the pass. And I believe they are 31st for total, total yards as well as uh, points per game given up. Goodness gracious. What's the number <laughs> of points per game? Sad. Because I don't, I'll, I'll look that up. is not where you want to be. The Chiefs offense is so good. And Andy Reid is so good. And Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey and Clyde Edwards Alaire that they might end up the best offense in the league kind of like they did that season I was talking about a few years ago, and still not win the division, right? Still not end up having the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead, which would be, what, not one, not two, not three, but the fourth year in a row if the defense doesn't step it up. I'm not saying the sky is falling. I'm not saying they're not going to make the playoffs or anything like that. But what I'm telling you is, at this point, as Chiefs fans, we know it's not about making the playoffs. It's not even about winning the division or having home field advantage. It's about getting to and winning the Super Bowl. 
it's crazy that we've gotten to a point where I could say it's not even about getting to the Super Bowl. It's about winning the Super Bowl. And with the defense that gave you all those stats that Julio just gave us, last in this, last in that, 30th in this. I I don't know if there's ever been a team that's had a defense that's that bad, no matter how good the offense is. I don't care if it's the greatest show on turf for the Minnesota Vikings with Chris Carter and Randy Moss and Randall Cunningham. If your defense is as bad as the Chiefs defense has been this far, you ain't winning a Super Bowl. 31.2 points per game. If you give up 31 points a game, you're not going <laughs> to win awesome. the Super Bowl. That's I mean, so bad. come on. I know it's a high-scoring league and all that. Anyway, the whole reason we started talking about this is because the over-under is 56 and a half. That sounds low, doesn't it? We know the Chiefs are going to put up a 30-spot division game at home against an average defense that the Chargers have. Why do we think they're not going to give up 30? Can I can I just throw this out there, too, that Buffalo Please. is, is uh, number one at uh, 11 points per game given up? Here's the thing about that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't lean our way. Does Here's the difference between the Chiefs and Buffalo right now. If you just want to go by the numbers, they're both scoring just over 30 points per game. The problem is Buffalo's giving up. What'd you just say? 11 points and the Chiefs are game. giving up 31. <laughs> you do the math because yes. it's not my thing. The Chiefs are they're scoring the same and the Chiefs are giving oh. up 20 more points per game. I'm not saying I'm just saying points 20. That's almost three touchdowns more Sean. We're going to learn a lot because it's head-to-head. Yeah, we are. What's a better way? Because sometimes in sports, we play that silly carousel game. They beat them and they beat them, so that means they're better than them. No. The best way to determine this crap is on the field, who's better? And it's going to shut up a lot of people, including you and me, having our fun tonight if the Chiefs go out there and beat them. I wouldn't say this is fun, John. I wouldn't say it's fun. Because you're working with me? or uh, That's only partial. I understand. I mean, talking uh, – our. Th- the defensive talk right now is just, it's depressing. It is a little painful. It is. Passing yards prop in that game, even money, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. Again, I can understand if you're a Chiefs fan listening right now and you're expecting old Homer Levine. Don't. How do you not take Josh Allen in this game? <laughs> really? He's averaging more passing yards per game so far this season than Patrick Mahomes. And then on top of that, the Chiefs defense gives up significantly more passing yards per game than Buffalo. It just feels like a safe bet. Here's one that I like. Travis Kelsey more receiving yards than Stephon Diggs. Diggs has actually gotten off to a little bit of a slow start. Last year, he looked like he was maybe the best receiver in the entire NFL. Travis Kelsey, he's been, by Kelsey standards, he's been okay so far this year. I think that he's going to go nuts coming up against the Bills like we've seen a couple of times in the past coming up on Sunday night. And here's an interesting one, Julio. The adjusted win totals on the season for both teams. Buffalo is now at 12 and a half. So to cash your ticket, they have to win 13 games. Think about it. They're three and one right now. So if they go 10 and two the rest of the way, it sounds very doable. Now, if they lose this game coming up and they need to go 10 and one the rest of the way, no, all of a sudden, I think I'm on the other side. Same thing with the Chiefs. Their number right now is down to 11 and a half. So they need to win 12. Let's say the Chiefs go out there and win this game. I'm feeling pretty good about that, that they can go out there and only lose two more the rest of the way. Say the Chiefs lose this game. All of a sudden, they're two and three. Does anybody want to bet at that point they're going to win 12 games? Not me. And let's be honest. I'm not the best gambler in the world. That being said, take my word for the next segment. It's called Levine's Locks. Those are the bets that I actually believe in, Julio, that I think we can make some money on. And I'll also give you our updated Cook Your Bookie power rankings. Where's Buffalo? Where's Kansas City? Who's number one? We find all that out next, coming up next right here on 610 Sports Radio. 
listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine. Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Why you got to be such a smart-ass, Julio? Julio Sanchez, sports machine, Sean Levy, and Julio goes, so much for the overs on this game. Yeah, he's right, though. It's 7-3 it's mm-hmm. halftime. Seattle has Thrilling the lead. Game. Thrilling game. It really is. And Seattle just stoinked a kick. It feels like more kickers in the NFL this year are not just missing, but hitting crossbars. That being said, this kick did not hit the crossbar, but it came close to it. Anyway. The final segment of Cookie Bookie tonight here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey.com app. I'll get you my locks coming up here momentarily, but let's get you some updated power rankings. Where are the Chiefs? Where's their opponent, the Buffalo Bills? Who's at number one entering week five? Julio, give me some music starting at number 10. The Baltimore Ravens. Three and one. Set the rushing record against the Denver Broncos. Screw the donkeys. Number nine, the Kansas City Chiefs. What? How do you have them so low? Have you watched them? This isn't a lifetime achievement award. This isn't who's got the best coach and the best quarterbacks. What have you done so far through the first month? Why should they be any higher than number nine? Number eight. How about them Cowboys? Here's the thing about the Cowboys. They're going to win like 13 games this year by default. So they're four, they're three and one, excuse me. And they get two games against the Giants, two games against the Washington football team, and two games against the Eagles, plus whatever else crap they play. They're going to win 13 games. They're going to win that division. I've got them at number eight, number seven. The team that looks like they're the best in the West, at least right now. And that's the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert looks like the real deal of Vander Holyfield. At number six, the Green Bay Packers. The Packers, to me, are one of those teams like they've been the last couple of years. It's going to win somewhere between 11 and 13 games. Aaron Rodgers is going to put up pretty good stats for your fantasy team. They'll probably end up in the NFC Championship game. But I don't find them a real threat to do anything besides that. Top five. Number five, the Los Angeles Rams, which I feel like an idiot saying that, and I wish I would have updated it since they're losing 7-3 to three right now and maybe the most boring football game that I've only had one eye on. In the last 17 years, it's seven to three right now. There's absolutely nothing going on. Number four, the Cleveland Browns. Hulu, did you ever watch that cartoon? My name is Cleveland Brown. Love that show. You do? Yeah. Well, nobody watched it. It lasted for like three seasons. Well, it must have lasted longer than that because it's on its syndication. He was friends with a bear. 
Cleveland, three and one. Baker playing pretty good. Only lost the Kansas City Chiefs. I got them at number four. Number three, Tampa Bay. Also at three and one. Look, they're going to win 12 games. They're going to win the division. And again, the demise of Tom Brady. If those words came out of your mouth, you're just an idiot. Number two. Number two. Hello, number two. The Buffalo Bills. What are you laughing at, Julio? You and those damn voices. Number two. <laughs> uh, Buffalo <laughs> is at three and one. If they beat the Chiefs and go to four and one, that gets you. That'll put you at number one real quick. If you're five games into a season with high expectations, you just paid your quarterback and you're living up to them and you beat the Chiefs on the road the first third of the season in the books or whatever. But right now I got Buffalo at number two at three and one. And at number one, the Arizona Cardinals. Here's the thing. I get it. My sister's a Cardinals fan, season ticket holder, so I keep my eye on them. Big Chandler Jones fan, brother of John Bones Jones. Love Kyler Murray. That's a complete football team, but I'm not completely sold on them just yet that they can go deep in the playoffs. These are power rankings, however, and if we're talking about who's played the best through the first month of the season, I don't see how you could argue that. 10 through 1 real quick before I get you Levine's locks. Baltimore, Kansas City, Los Angeles, uh, Dallas, the Chargers, Green Bay. My top five heading into week five. The Rams at five, Cleveland at four, Tampa at three, Buffalo at two, and the best team in the NFL through the first month of the season is the Arizona Cardinals. Here are Levine's locks. Pay attention. Write these down. Text yourself. That little notes thing that you have in your iPhone, if you're not driving, pull that up right now and put these in there because we're going to win ourselves some money. Chargers versus Cleveland. I like the number in that game. 47, and I think you're going to be very comfortable. To me, that's like a 24-24 game after three quarters, and you're already at 48 by my math, and you're just cruising in the fourth quarter. Play the overs in that one. I feel really good about it. I feel really good about this one, too. New England is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite against Houston. Has anybody been watching? I don't know why you would. Houston Texans football this year with, what's the old boy's name? Davis Webb. Oh, goodness. Hot trash. New England should win that game by double digits. They're only an eight and a half point favorite. I'm laying the points. Let's go to college. Speaking of college, I was back in Lords today. Eight on Mass Street. It was great. Showed my girlfriend around, showed her all my places in the student ghetto. It was awesome. Michigan State, a five and a half point favorite against Rutgers. We were just talking about the Iowa-Penn State matchup, the top five matchup, Michigan State still undefeated. Rutgers is, well, Rutgers. And Michigan State's less than a touchdown favorite. Lock it up. Back to the NFL. I like money line bets every now and again. Cincinnati on the money line against Green Bay. Since he's at home, like I was saying earlier, if you want to talk about who's got a better chance of ending up in the Hall of Fame, who's got a better chance of winning the MVP, Who's got a chance of winning the Super Bowl? It's Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. But if you want to ask me who's got a better chance of winning this football game, I think it's Cincinnati. They're playing better. They got the running game going. Joe Burrow looks awesome. Defense is stepping up. I think Cincinnati wins this game outright. I think it's close. Green Bay's a three-point favorite. Don't take the points. Don't take the Packers. In fact, take the plus 135 with the Cincinnati Bengals. And San Francisco, 
your last Levine's lock of the week. Write these down. We're going to make some real money here, guys. San Francisco gets five at Arizona. I was just talking about how Arizona's the best team in the NFL. This is going to be a dicey one because I think that Arizona wins the football game but loses the line. What's the old adage? How do you make a win a loss? Wait, a loss a win? A win a loss. How do you make a how do you make a loss a win when it's a cover? There you go. I knew I'd get there. It might take me to the end of the show, Julio, but I'll get there. Something like that. San Francisco gets five at Arizona. Take the points. Levine's locks. The Chargers and Cleveland. That game goes over 47. You'll be there by the fourth quarter. New England destroys Houston. Houston's going to get the number one pick. I know they won their first game, so they're already one and whatever, three. They're not going to win again. That's the worst team in the NFL. I don't know. Giants give them a, a run for their money. Oh, there's a few bad teams out there. Jags, you know. Jags will win at some point. They came pretty close to it, but they are 0-4. So I'm looking right now at the standings. The only win this team in the AFC, the Jaguars. There's some bad teams out there, bro. Real bad. Some Jets real bad are bad. Teams. Pittsburgh's bad. Colts are bad. Houston, though, just like lack of talent. If you want to talk about the worst roster in the league, Houston's probably going to end up with the number one pick, in my opinion. Philly's pretty bad. Oh, Detroit. They're Yo. always bad, though. They just by default. No, uh, they're 0-4. They're seaters. horrible. Uh, hey, Atlanta. They're you, terrible, you too. You know what all those teams have in common? They suck. A better defense than the Chiefs. Right? Isn't that sad, but true? Sad, but true. Chargers Cleveland take the overs. Give the eight and a half with New England. Michigan State laid the five and a half. They'll smoke Rutgers. Play Cincy on the money line. San Francisco gets five at Arizona. Those are Levine's locks. Let's make some money. Chiefs are a three-point favorite in their game coming up on Sunday night against the Buffalo Bills. Over-under in that one is 56 and a half. I don't want to play the line. I think I'll play the overs in that game only because, well, the Chiefs, Julio, let's be honest, might give up 56 and a half points on their own. Just call them like I see it, bro. I don't know. I'm going to go under on that. Under 56 and a half? I think so. Do you? I don't, I don't think it's going to be the offensive shootout that everyone thinks it's going to be, just like tonight. Although those are two teams with the actual defenses. So, hey, you know. give it time. Actually, don't even worry about it. This game sucks. Got, yeah, this game just sucks. absolute yeah. trash. Second half about to begin. Seattle's going to get the football, leading this game 7-3 to three on Thursday night football. And Houston and college football, if you've got your money on the college games, uh, is uh, trailing Tulane 22-20, to 20, and Coastal Carolina is destroying whoever they're playing. You got real props sure. if you're betting against Arkansas State. For Julio Sanchez, I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. We cooked your bookie like we always do, and we'll talk to you again next Thursday right here on 610 Sports Radio. to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine. Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio.